I'd like to say to the youth out there that regardless of what happens, you keep pushing because nothing is impossible. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's okay, you can just do it. It's just just say Internet Airwaves. It sounds really cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not. Internet Airwaves. Okay then. Please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. Hey, everybody. What a good, what a good show I've got planned for you. I do. And, you know, it's it's like that. But hey, if you're joining me, you're joining me one of three ways. First of all, this is Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. And I'm your host, Mark Scalia. And if you're listening, as I said, you're listening one of three ways. Through my website, markscalia.com, and definitely check out more of that site. I got a lot of new surprises, and I'm updating it constantly. Uh, and if you want to be part of the chat, if you want to be part of the live conversation, you click that speaker box that you're listening to on my website, and that will send you right over to the broadcasting site, which is Mixler, M-I-X-L-R.com, and then you can be part of the live chat. That'd be fun. And if you can't listen live, because I know it's a very busy time, everybody's busy, you can listen to the slightly edited for time version of the show, the podcast version, which is uploaded to iTunes so you can listen to it whenever you want. You can do that. So so we got a couple listeners right now. We got a few people bouncing on. We got more and more and more. And uh, I got a lot of things going on, so I do not want to waste a lot of time. I want to start it up right with the Happening Now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to them? That's the When? Just now. We're it now now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. And there's so much going on. So much going on. This is a very big week. The previous couple weeks I've been talking about the Salem Comedy and Spirits Festival. And it is, of course, this weekend. It starts tomorrow. Tomorrow. Thursday the 12th and it goes the 12th the 13th and the 14th and it's I'm so looking forward to it and the stress I've learned so much from the first one let's just put it that way I've learned so much from the first one that this year has actually seemed almost almost easier effortless I guess I want to say effortless because certainly I've been really working hard at it but it's these things have been easier like I'm not panicky like I was last year because I had no idea worrying about stuff Almost all three of the venues are sold out. As a matter of fact, I only—I was just asked about another ticket tonight. I have—I'm uh, two tickets away from selling out tomorrow night. I am sold out for Friday night and Saturday night. I'm two tickets away from selling that out. So it'll be a complete sellout. Am I sellout? I sold out, baby. Tomorrow night is going to be at Far from the Tree Cidery in Salem. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to look at it. I'm just going to look at it via a. a Eventbrite, which I started using Eventbrite this year for a lot of different things. Love it. Love it. Had to give a couple refunds and people want to move tickets. So I had to do that. But I love Eventbrite. So it'll be at Far From The Tree tomorrow night. And it is at 108 Jackson Street, just on the outside of town. And it's such a cool little place. We did it last year. And the vibe was so cool. We did it on a Friday last year. We're doing it on a Thursday this year. And it's going to be so, like, the vibe is just so cool. And I got a little bit, I got a surprise. I got some catering, a little bit, little, little bit of catering. Certainly not, you know, <laughs> this is not wine and cheese, but certainly it's not bad. So that show is an 8 o'clock show. I believe doors are going to open around 6.30, something like that, maybe 7 o'clock. I'm not even exactly sure. But if you go to the Salem Comedy Spirits Festival uh, on Facebook or even the website, you will see all the details. But, yes. That'll be the first one tomorrow night at Far From The Tree. And we got a lot more going on because Friday night sold out already. Already. 
Deacon Giles Distillery. Oh, let me tell you this about Far From the Tree. They make their own cider because they're a cidery. They have all these different flavors and they experiment and they do all this stuff. They have a special cider just for the festival. It's called Louis CK. The CK stands for cider and the K stands for kin. Ciderkin. It's going to be fucking amazing. It's the sweetest thing. I'm like, you did a drink for my festival? How fucking cool is that? So that's going to be at Far From the Tree. Then, of course, the Friday night, uh, the Friday uh, Friday night, Friday the 13th of all things, Friday the 13th, will be at Deacon Giles Distillery. And they are located at 75 Canal Street. little tricky to find, but well worth it. And... They have the spice rum is amazing. Their regular rum and their gin, so fucking good. And they are going to have specialty drinks for 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 the festival as well. They're going to have a rum and joke, <laughs> which is going to be great. Um, and and I don't even know, but Ian uh, Ian Hunter and Jesse Brennerman are going to do amazing things. And I can't forget uh, Jen Tran from uh, she's the manager over at uh, Far from the Tree and Denise St- Snape. Um, she owns it and it's just, oh Alan and Denise Snape own it and they're just fantastic and they've been so nice and I'm really looking forward to it so Deacon Giles is sold out completely and these are only 40 seat venues very small venues they're going to be absolutely amazing and of course the last night is going to be at Finn's restaurant now if you haven't been to Finn's you're missing out because Finn's is one of the best not only restaurants but one of the best seafood places on the North Shore and they're located at 76 wharf street and that's a pickering wharf right in salem and i've been down there the whole you know all of december for the screwed shows and it's just been it's you know and and we're going to be upstairs where we used to do comedy there all the time when i was working with dick doherty's when it was a hampshire house and um you know it's it's uh no it wasn't a hampshire house it was something else i forget what it was but it was so long ago and paul you probably played there when it was dick doherty's did you work for dick doherty then i don't know we'll see but that venue, we only got two seats left for that, and uh, that is a. I'm t- I'm capping the tickets at seventy five. Technically, I could go to eighty, but I want it to still be very comfortable. So, uh, doors open at four twenty. <laughs> no, it's not that kind of party. So that's all the festival stuff that's going on, and I'm really looking forward. And of course, not just the venues are awesome, but the comics that are going to be this year, fan. God damn tastic. Let me tell you what. Let me just go through. And I got the printout of all the, uh, of what is this? <laughs> I often work for Dick. <laughs> Dick Doherty, that is. Yes. And, uh, of course, Thursday night, tomorrow night, Nick Crowley, comic out of Boston. Very, very funny. Scott McLaughlin, again, another very funny, funny guy right out of Boston. Shelly Coleman, female comic out of New York. Very funny. Mark Turcott returning from last year. He's up in Maine. He's doing amazing things. And Andy Lester returning from last year down from Rhode Island. And that's going to be such a fun show. Uh, Friday night at Deacon Giles. Alex G and Papa killing it. Killing it all over. Dale Cover out of Rhode Island area. Really funny. Erin McGuire, another comic. Originally from Boston. Now she lives in New York doing great things. Returning Drew Dunn and Dan Gilbert and Drew is you know he's one of the hottest guys right now he's been doing comedy for like three or four years now he is absolutely killing it and Danny Gilbert and I still call him Danny Gilbert he wants to be known as Dan so but he's Danny Gilbert uh, he's doing phenomenal stuff as well too just and I'm looking forward to seeing those guys and then of course Saturday night the returning best of the fest is going to be Danny Rathbun out of New York, Jess Miller, Western Mass, Pete Wallenack out of Kentucky, Ryan Chaney uh, right here in the Boston area, Tyler Moore from Boston, and Kristen O'Brien all from the Boston area making their triumphant return to the Boston, uh, to the Salem Comedy and Spirits Festival. And the venues are amazing. The booze is amazing. The shows are amazing. And I can't talk it up even more. I'd say there were still tickets, but there barely are any. So... So that's what I got going on for the festival. And I started thinking about it. It's like, because I have no guests tonight because I'm a little, I've been busy. I've been really busy doing the whole, you know, prepping for this whole comedy festival thing, which takes up a ton, a ton of time. Plus I had a gig last night and I thought, I thought yesterday was today. That's how fucking scatterbrained I've been. I thought Tuesday was Wednesday. Then I'm like, I don't have a show on Tuesday. <laughs> so. But here I am doing my show now. And I thought about it. It's like, you know, let me take a second. And there's a lot of festivals. 
first of all, Salem has like a festival every single month, and they're amazing when they do all these festivals. They have the Arts Festival and the Wine and Cheese Festival and the Chocolate Festival and the Spice Festival. They have all these festivals, and now they have the Salem Comedy and Spirits Festival, not until tomorrow. That's <laughs> yeah, not until tomorrow. But they have all these festivals, and I was going, oh, well, we have festivals all around the country as well. So I was thinking, let me talk about some of the festivals that are all around the country. So I have a special intro. And of course, Paul, you will absolutely love this. It's festival. It's the will of Landrew. I'd like to hear more about this festival. And Landrew. You tell Landrew that we'll come in our own time. We're being probed in this direction. We all know one another. (laughs) No, no, I was wrong. I submit. I bear myself to the will of Landrew. All right. (laughs) I just thought that was really funny. Somebody put together a whole, because I looked for a sound clip of, you know, because I remember the Star Trek, the original Star Trek series had the festival. And I goes, oh, I know it says festival. It's a festival of Andrew. Some guy put this together. It's called Supercut Landrew. And it's like Landrew, Landrew, Landrew. Tell me about Landrew. Landrew. So they say Landrew, but it's inside. Anyway, that's one festival. (laughs) The, The festival of Landrew, where you get to act crazy. But I did some research. Now, you might have heard of the Mud Festival, which they do. The rat They have a radish festival. The Running of the Bulls. Everyone's heard of that. They have a moose dropping festival in Alaska. They don't drop moose. They drop moose droppings. So isn't Landrew the guy with the black and white? No, no, no. That is not, that is not the black and white face. No. Yes, from Star Trek. No, no, that's when they all went crazy. Cause when the when it hits twelve o'clock and they all flip out and they start breaking things and they riot. Anyway, I'm moving on. Uh, so they have the Moose Dropping Festival, uh, Moose the Moose Dropping Festival of in Alaska. Then they have the Wife Carrying Festival in Finland. So you might have heard of those. They they always did, but they have a lot. So I've got a. Lot, I want to talk about these things. They have a. <laughs> they have a monkey. A monkey buffet festival. Now, it's a buffet for monkeys, not of monkeys. (laughs) Just so you know. It's not, you think it's Thailand. But you know, the monkeys, they have the monkeys that go around and they they bother people. Like they thought, they have literally like all these monkeys all over the place. But they're revered. They have a buffet for monkeys. So they bring out like 2,000 kilograms of fruits, vegetables, and other monkey-friendly treats for the animals to enjoy. That's a festival. That the, you can actually go there. Chilled monkey brains. Yes. <laughs> I should have played that clip. That would have been funny. So that's the monkey festival in Thailand if you want to go. Another one in Thailand. It says, it's. it, it looks like it says, fuck it. <laughs> I, I want to say fuck it, but it's not fuck it. It's a vegetarian festival. Karen, you'll appreciate this. The fuck it or the puck it. Fuck it. Oh, it's fuck it. <laughs> I should have done the pronunciation of the place in Thailand. But anyway, it's not a vegetarian festival. You would think it would be, but it's not. It's actually a festival that's come to feature some uh, some really, truly shocking displays of body piercing. <laughs> it's a dumb name. It's <laughs> no time for Dr. Jones. No time. Yes. So that's a real thing. Now, of course, I don't know if you knew this. They have the Turkey Testicle Festival. Well, there's no beating my balls. <laughs> They're made from a secret sweaty family recipe. And? No one can resist my sweaty balls. No one can. <laughs> so that's why you go to the Turkey Testicle Festival. <laughs> or the TTF. It's held at several small towns in which, in which the featured activity is the consumption of animal testicles, usually battered and fried. The oldest such festival... It takes place in Byron, Illinois, and features turkey testicles. Similar festivals are held in Olean, Missouri, Oaktown, California, Huntley, Illinois, and Missouri, oh, Missoula, Montana, some of which feature cattle testicles. <laughs> oh, your friend Kristen is there at the turkey testicle? Or the fuck it? <laughs> I can't. Anyway, moving on. Now, Here's where they start to get a little strange. This is a real fucking... Turkeys don't have balls. <laughs> they do. Turkeys have balls. 
You ever been attacked by one? They got a lot of balls. Anyway, we already did that two months ago for the Thanksgiving thing. Anyway, this is a real thing. Okay, get ready. It's held in Spain. It's called a baby jumping festival. (laughs) Did I say baby jumping? Yes, I did. Since 1621, the devil's jump, or simply El Colocho, is men dressed up as the devil, known as the Colocho. (laughs) Jump over babies born during the previous 12 months of the year who lie on a mattress in the street. (laughs) (laughs) The festival has been rated as one of the most dangerous. <laughs> the festival has been <laughs> trying to get it again. The festival has been rated as one of the most dangerous in the world. The origins of the tradition are unknown, <laughs> but since 1621, you better figure that out. But it's been said to cleanse the babies of original sin. Ensure them safe passage through life and guard against illness and evil spirits. How about water? <laughs> Baptize the little bastards. Ba- That's a real thing. A baby jumping festival in Spain. Now, when you think that's fucking spooky, how about this one? And uh, I think it's pronounced Nake. It's Nake Sumo in Tokyo, Japan. Listen to this. Two giant sumo wrestlers step into a ring. Each is holding an infant with the goal of each sumo wrestler to make his opponent's baby cry. (laughs) That's a real fucking thing. It's a real thing. And they mock us for having Trump as president. Are you shitting me? This is other cultures around the world. Now, you know, oh, what happens if the baby falls asleep or if the baby doesn't cry? Well, if the baby doesn't cry, the referee steps in wearing a mask, a terrifying mask. <laughs> really? Really? Fucking mask? Oh. <laughs> what is, what is, what is, hold it, what does it say? Gotta love those third world countries. Now you know why soccer is so popular and it's safer than baby kicking or jumping. This is from the same country that brought you panties in a vending machine. Hey, that is a good idea. That (laughs) that is a good idea. Uh, All right, now back to the United States. In 1996, when the Olympics were held in Atlanta... Some locals took offense to the fact that the international media portrayed them as, quote-unquote, a bunch of rednecks holding a sporting event. So what did they do? They started the Redneck Games. Some of the events include toilet seat throwing, hubcap hurling, and the armpit serenade. Remember this, Chris? Na-na-na-na-na. I <laughs> We used to do that when we were kids. It's dumb as shit. It's just dumb as shit. Uh, let's go back over to Europe. Festival of the Horns in Rocco uh, Can- Cantanarini. Cantanarino, out just outside of Rome. Now, here we go. In Italian culture, the horns represent a man who's been cheated on. This dates back to the Roman Empire. Many warriors left for battle for extended periods of time. Upon their return, they were given a pair of horns as a gift. However... When they returned to their homes, they often found their wives had left them for other men. So the term cornoto began to refer to a man who has been cheated on. Men who have been wronged by their better halves marched through the streets, sometimes weeping or breaking objects given to them by their former lovers. The parade is meant to honor and console the men. Really? This is Italian This is part of the Roman culture. What a bunch of fucking pussies. (laughs) Uh, Actually, I shouldn't even say that because a pussy is an amazing thing. These guys are just... (laughs) They have a fucking festival of that. Uh, You want to help some men? How about this one? The Kanamara Matsuri. Okay. Kanamara Matsuri. Centered on a local 
penis-venerating shrine once popular amongst prostitutes who wish to pray for protection from sexually transmitted diseases. Yeah, oh yeah. There is also a legend of a sharp-toothed demon, Vagina Donata. <laughs> That's a real fucking thing. Listen to this. It hid inside the vagina of a young woman and castrated two young men on their wedding nights. <laughs> so, as a result, the young woman sought help from a blacksmith who fashioned an iron phallus to break the demon's teeth, which led to the enshrinement of the item. <laughs> Suddenly, a comedy festival don't sound like a bad idea. <laughs> the Kobayashi Maru. Yes, it's the Kobayashi Maru. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to get a little morbid now because some of the festivals take a bad turn. I'm sorry to tell you. The Goose Pulling Festival in Germany and the Netherlands. Now, you say goose. Goose. Geese. Gouch. Villagers take part in a very, very old and very controversial activity. Basically, a goose is hung from either a wire or a pole after which participants take turns trying to pull its head off. Of course, the head can only take so much, and before long, someone is successful. What the fuck? This is a real fucking thing. Only dead geese are allowed to be used in the festivals. Thank God. What what type of fucking barbarian? Only from the Germans in the Netherlands. The, the, the hordes of barbarianism. Like, like the Romans were even better. They're still fucking crying and weeping over guys being cheated on. Whatever, pussies. Anyway, what is happening here? Okay, I got to adjust. Uh, one new chat. There we go. What, what did he say? Hungana Madonna? <laughs> Isn't that a... Wait a minute. That's a, that's a police album. <laughs> Hucknada Vagina. <laughs> a lot of vagina. And of course, my wife is going to hate this one. But I decided to do it anyway because I think it's fucking funny. Here's the last one. I'm like, oh, you'd be like, hey, Mark, why are you playing cat? Why are you playing kitties? Oh. <laughs> See, my cat probably listened to this, and my cat's probably going crazy. But the reason they have, they have a cat food festival in uh, Caronete, it's just south of Lima, Peru. Okay. Now, it's a cat food festival, which you would think, cat food. Now, unlike the baby jumping festival, which you actually jump babies, the cat food festival features this. Animals are bred and fattened, especially for human consumption. According to popular belief, the cat meat has properties aphrodisiac in nature and prevent ailments in the bronchi. Oh, God. So when you when you say cat food, you mean food of cats. Oh, <laughs> uh, what is wrong with my fucking species? I fucking know it all. Oh, uh, it was funny with the sweaty balls. Well, there's no beating my balls. <laughs> all right, here's what we're gonna do, everybody. I'm done with that. I'm gonna take my first break. When I come back, I'm gonna play a little game with you guys. A game that I that we actually played last week, and uh, to be honest with you, I didn't have enough time to write another one, but I liked what we did last week, so I decided to do this again. Hey guys, stick around because you are listening to Radio Regardless. We'll be right back. Are you seasonally depressed? If so, CSUN Depressitol may be right for you. Millions are already taking CSUN Depressitol. Some people have had changes in behavior, hostility, agitation, anxiety, anger, constipation, excessive gas, and vomiting. If taking CSUN Depressitol has any of the aforementioned effects, stop taking it immediately. Get on a plane, buy a sun lamp, yell at strangers. Good luck. It's going to be a long one. I'm Andy Lester on Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. A lot of people have said that this show is trash, and having been on it myself, let me offer you this, a high shea 
The treasure you seek may reveal your desire for another man's junk. And you're back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And that was Andy Lester. He's going to be one of the comics on the Salem Comedy and Spirits Festival starting opening night tomorrow night at Far From the Tree. Uh, I think Andy's going to be hosting it tomorrow night. I haven't told him yet, but I think I'd like to have him. I'd love to see him host because he's very, very funny. So, so guys, now we played this last week, and I loved playing it with you guys because you guys were really terrible, <laughs> which makes me laugh. So we're going to play a little How Do You Take Direction? How do you take direction? How do you take direction? This is a game where I play you a sound clip, and you have to guess not only the movie. Actually, I can kind of help you with the movie, okay? But you have to guess who directed it. So it's a little tricky. It's a two-parter. First, guess the movie, and then guess who directed it. So this first one, almost 40 seconds, and I don't know if you're going to... You might get the movie really quick, but you're going to have to do a little figuring out to find out who directed it. These three are tough. All right, here we go. Here's the first one. This is us here. That is the tail somewhere in this area. It's approximately 100 kilometers from here. We need that beacon. You understand? You are going to retrieve that beacon, or we are going to die. Do you understand? Hello, my name is Inigo Mafatmatana. Repeat what I just said to you. You killed my father. Prepare to retrieve the beacon. <laughs> well, we're going to die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spielberg. No, that's not Spielberg. It's Spielberg. First, the movie. Any ideas on the movies? That's a tricky one. Do you know who's speaking? That's, that's the whole key. If you get who's speaking, you'll probably figure it out real quick. It's the tail somewhere in this area. It's approximately 100 kilometers from here. Hmm. We need that beacon. You understand? You are going to retrieve that beacon. Or we are going to die. <laughs> Do you understand? Repeat what I just said to you. I have to go retrieve the beacon. Or we're going to die. Any ideas? It's a little tricky. I give you a lot of time with that one. I'll help you out. That was Will Smith speaking. And he was speaking, excuse me, he was speaking to his son, Jada. No, not Jada. Jaden. <laughs> Jada's his wife. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Any ideas? Come on. You're killing me. That's one of the easiest ones. Let's see. After Earth is correct. It is After Earth. Well, who directed After Earth? Which was a fucking terrible movie, by the way. Not, you know, not only was it a terrible movie, but the director kept it in his string of terrible movies. <laughs> there was only one movie he did that was really good. And other than that, it was R Roland Emmerich? Who? Directed by a half-drunk monkey. Close. Close. It twisted at the end. There was a twist. <laughs> it was a twist. Going once. Going twice. No points. Oh, come on. Anybody? M. Night Sh Shamalama Ding Dong. Correct. I am a director. Yes. What a twist. <laughs> yes. It was a horrible movie. Just absolutely hard. I'm a little stuffed up. I'm sorry, guys. I'm a little stuffed up tonight. I I should have drank more water. Maybe that's it. I didn't have my rum. Oh, should have brought my rum up. Or oh, my far from the tree cider. Oh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be drinking every night this week. It's gonna be horrible. Well, horrible for everybody else. I'm gonna be enjoying it. How about this one? Forty-five seconds. Nice 
This one's tricky. My wife couldn't watch it. It was so it was so twisted. I barely could watch it. Really tough movie. And you're like, yo, it's a foreign film. Well, no, it's not a foreign film. They're just speaking in a very native language. Is it Rudy? <laughs> Yeah, it was Rudy. It was Rudy on top of an Aztec temple, and they cut your heart out while it's still beating, and then they throw you. Then they cut your head off, and then they throw it down a fucking hill. That's what it is. It's not Captain Phillips. No, you're not the captain now. You are not the captain now. So far, you got to be Paul. Oh wait a minute, you got to be. So far, Chris. Chris is the only one typing. Uh oh, Chris may take this tonight. I don't know. He may take it. <laughs> All right, ready? Going once. Uh, going twice. <gasps> Indiana Jones, no, no. Everybody got it wrong. I couldn't direct the scene. I broke down in tears. No, you couldn't direct it. It is actually Apocalypto. That's the movie, Apocalypto. Tell me who directed Apocalypto. Yeah. Oh! Yes, Mel Gibson. You know what's this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <clears throat> this is whipped cream. <laughs> it's a, it, you type in whip in iTunes and all this shit comes out. How about this one? <laughs> it's the wrong whip. It's, it's the wrong whip. That's the wrong whip. Sorry. Yeehaw. So, yes. And I did the whip because it's Mel Gibson. And of course, Chris got it right. I am a director. Chris is leading the pack tonight, everybody. He won't get this one, and I'm not going to help you. 31 seconds. Paul, you better get this one. Oh, wait a minute. Paul Paul got that right. I, miss, I misspoke. Paul got that one right. So Chris has one. Paul has one. Karen has none. Here we go. That was an E. <laughs> it was an E. How about this one? So then if you spot me coming around that corner... You're just going to walk out on this woman? Not say goodbye? That's the discipline. That's pretty vacant, you know? Yeah, it is what it is. It's that or we both better go do something else, pal. I don't know how to do anything else. Neither do I. I don't much want to either. Neither do I. All right, any takers? That one classic movie the only time those two actors were actually on screen together they shared uh movies together but they did not do it scent of woman no but it is pacino speaking it is pacino and it's it, it heat michael man paul oh my god oh my goodness i am a director all right paul got that one correct amundo so here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna take my Second, yes, my second break. I got to tabulate scores. The show is going to be tight tonight because I have no guests. Usually I would waste another 15, 20 minutes with a guest. But, you know, some, let's just, I got I to gotta prep for tomorrow. I really do. So let me take our second break and I'll figure some stuff out. And then when I come back, I'll talk to you a little bit more. You're listening to Radio Irregardless. We'll be right back. I guess I'm probably not the surprise you expected. They're back. So what do you want to do? And police still targeting them. Tonight, Dateline's hidden cameras are in an undercover house complete with a hot tub. So did you bring your uh, swim trunks? And Craigslist, we talk about oral sex. There's the internet addict who comes clean. I'm too old for this shit. And the marine sniper who comes armed. She's Bill Sweet. She got everything. And what could you need? 
What's in store for all of these men? Chris Hansen with a new To Catch a Predator. Hey everybody, it's Mark Turcott, and I am on Radio Irregardless, and I am the only listener uh, and guest, which is great. So uh, be sure to tune in and double the amount of listenership on the next show. And you're back at Radio (laughs) Irregardless. Let's try that. And you're back at Radio Air Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And <clears throat> I'm so caught up. I should have got some water. I have tabulated the scores, and Paul wins tonight. You win. <laughs> you win, Pauly. Polly won that. And while we were on break, I sold the last two tickets for tomorrow night. So tomorrow night at Far From the Tree, it's completely sold out, baby. Sold out. How about that? How about them apples, which is the name of the show? Do you want me to bring you water? Oh, yeah, I would love some water, honey. My lovely bride is going to be very nice. She's going to bring me some water. I'm just very stuffed. Maybe it's dry. You know what's weird? It was like 20 degrees over the weekend. And, you know, we had that huge snowstorm, which blew in. We got about eight, nine, probably close to 10 inches, but it was all light snow, so it wasn't bad. But the Cape got their asses handed to them with like 14, 18 inches. And, you know, then it was like 20 degrees for like three or four days. Today, almost 60. What the fuck is going on? And they say there is no global warming. There isn't. I mean, global, there's climate change, fuckface. It's just, you know, we're getting all these fucking weird storms and temperature changes and my cat's going bananas because it's a full moon and it's 60 degrees. So he thinks he's going to go out again. He wants to kill birds. That's all he wants to do. Kill birds. I actually gave him a treat. What was it? Where's my coaster? Oh, never mind. I'll put it up here. He has a toy. He's a string. And my wife calls it the birdie. By the way, listening to my wife play with this cat you would you would think i had a special needs child in the house <laughs> no offense but she's like get the fishy we're the fishy and i'm like oh my god i'm like between her acting like that and me lose you know running around the house singing and yelling at all volumes people must think we're killing each other over here you know, when I, when I grew up in Chelsea, everybody was yelling, so it wasn't even a thing. Like, you could just walk down the street and hear people yelling in their houses. You wouldn't think twice, because that's the way everybody communicated, you know, 30 years ago, 20, 40 years ago. They would just, rah, rah, they would scream. But now you're like, oh, don't don't yell, don't yell, don't raise your voice, use your indoor voice, <laughs> just fucking eat me, <laughs> douchers. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, uh, Paul, actually, I will say this. Paul sent me a really nice text and a voicemail wishing me well for the festival. And thank you, Paul. I appreciate that. And I really hope that next year I can have, now that I see tickets and stuff like that, I'd love to improve the venues. And I shouldn't say improve the venues. My lim- my limitation is, and I started getting these venues only for the fact that, you know, I was like, I don't want to stick my neck out too far. So I went with like 30, 40 seat venues thinking, oh, it shouldn't be a problem. Even last year. Oh, thank you, honey. That's my wife. Say, you can say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. Yeah, there you go. She's, she's going to run out. Get the fish. Get the <laughs> I told you. I told you. She's something's wrong with her. <laughs> but yeah, so I didn't want to stick my neck out too much. And I said, well, I'll do I'll do small seated venues so that, you know, how, how difficult it is it to sell 20, 30 tea? Because, you know, in a small venue, you sell 20 seats. It feels like there's a lot of people in there. So 40 is going to seem like an amazing amount of people. So <clears throat> that's what I did. And last year, uh, we sold out uh, Kodo. We sold out Far From the Tree. And then we, I think we came close to almost the same thing, 75, 80 tickets. Actually, no, last year at Finn's, I mean, at Opus, we sold, I think it was 70 tickets. Oh, and I got the programs made today. Oh, he's very happy. What is that? What am I most looking forward to? I can't, I couldn't even tell you. I literally could not tell you because it's just, I'm looking forward to everything, like every single part of it. 
I love Far From the Tree. I love the way the place feels, and I love the show that I've put together on that, you know, in that venue. And the fact that they have a special cider just for the festival, that really, that honors me. I really can appreciate that. And just, uh, I'm just really looking forward to it. And then Deacon Giles, both Ian and Jesse, have just been very supportive. They're building me a stage that night uh, for the, you know, so I can perf- we can perform on it. And it's, you know, essentially, it's just going to be, <laughs> it's going to be a couple pallets that they're going to throw a piece of black cloth over. Which, but it's still, it's the thought of them doing this. It's, it's really fun. Plus, I love their drinks. Oh, they, I, I was in there the other day, just shooting the shit with them, and I got an old fashioned. Well, they call it the, uh, they don't call it the old-fashioned. They call it, um, I even forget what they call it. But essentially, it's an old-fashioned. And, oh, so fucking good. What is it? Sorry I was washing dishes. You're welcome. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. You know, maybe next year. Because you're busy, man. You got a lot of things going on now. You know? You're busy. You've been away. You've been away. You don't do that shit no more. You know? Go get your fucking shine box. Anyway. (laughs) So I'm looking forward to that. And, of course, Finn's. Is just first of all, Finn's is a very special place. I took Karen out for our first date at Finn's. I used to do comedy in that room. We had her mother's birthday party there. There was, you know, there's. I've been up there a bunch of times. I've done benefit shows up there. I've done comedy. I've done emceeing. Um, you know, I had the restaurant. It's just there's so many things. So there's not one night I'm looking forward to or one thing I'm looking forward to more than the next because every single part of it. The only thing I'm kind of a little leery about is i had to buy a light today okay keep them here fucking mop here you go i had to buy a light today now of course i went to guitar center thinking oh i'll get a nice light now they have two kinds of lights they have like a like a home depot clip-on light which is okay or they have a four thousand dollar you know fucking following spotlight which is you know and I'm like, I don't do it. I don't produce that many shows in a year. So I don't really have a, a lot of lighting and I don't need it. You know, I don't need this light that can shoot 75 feet across a ballroom. I need a light, you know, maybe 20 or 30 feet away. That's what I need. So I had to buy this little light and it's, I think I can make it work for what I'm doing. And if not, I can improvise and blah, blah, blah. Oh, and it's because I got to thank Eric Rodenheiser um, because he's going to let me some chairs for the Deacon Giles show. Uh, Friday night because Deacon Giles has only 20 seats. You have lights? Oh, I didn't know that, Paul. Well, you have like movie lights, but I need like, yeah, you know something? I could probably use movie lights. Yeah. You know something? I may hit you up for that. I may try to come by and I'd have to come by tomorrow, <laughs> but I'll come by. <laughs> Maybe work it out off air because I only got a few more minutes left of the show anyway. So work it out. <laughs> so that's my only intrepidation. But I'm so psyched that I literally just sold the last two tickets for Far From the Tree. And I keep doing a refresh on the Eventbrite site thinking, you know, maybe maybe the other two tickets and I can be a complete sellout. <laughs> yes, good lights means good show and good pictures. Yes. And I also, I'm going to be videotaping, I think, this year. I'm going to bring my HD camera. I'm going to try to hook up my lav mic so everybody can, you know, write into the sound system and blah, 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 bloody, bleed, blah, blah, blah. It's going to be great. So I'm really looking forward to it. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to check a couple things online. And what I'm going to do is take my third and final break. And when I come back, I've got a couple things I want to tell. What is this? You should say starlight. You should get that starlight light. That bad Larry can light up the whole side of your house. I actually, past Christmas, I saw somebody with one of those lights. Actually, it wasn't even. It's right on, um, uh, it's right on North Street across from um, the ice cream place. Actually, you know, I'll do, let me do a little research during the break. And when I come back, we'll wrap the show up. And we'll have you guys have a good night. All right. You're listening to Radio Regardless. We'll be right back. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or coworkers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294.
And you're back at Radio or Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And it's kind of a low-key night. It's like the calm before the storm. And I'm looking forward to it. Oh, fuck, am I looking forward to it. So a lot of times, now, this would be the segment where I'd have the guest talk about his first or her first best, first best and worst. But I will tell you this, because this is my second year producing the Salem Comedy Spirits Festival. I will tell you some of my... Some of my, it was my first. Last year was my first. So I'll talk about the first. It was great. It was amazing. It was a lot of stress. Um, I, I lost a lot of money, but I think I almost broke even. I think it was like, you know, I probably made like a hundred bucks, but there was a lot of money I put out. I had to build the website. I had to get all the programming, the banner, the t-shirts. I had to put all that money out last year to get all these things. And, you know, so I, I don't have to do all that stuff this year, which is great. Plus the streamlining. So I so the first is that the best is the best part about it is the banner is already done the t-shirts are already done all the mistakes that I made I corrected for this year and of course the worst thing <laughs> is the worst part of last year was I involved my website with PayPal so people had to pay me through PayPal which was weird because there was no receipts given <laughs> People didn't know what they were doing. There was nothing to print out. They had no proof that they actually paid. And it made a lot of people nervous. So it was the worst thing. I, I literally was fielding emails like, I just bought two tickets and there's no receipt. And can I get a receipt? Do I, do I just say my name? What happens? And I was fielding questions like that. So I was getting overly stressed as a result of that. That's why with Eventbrite, and I'm sure there are there are other platforms like Eventbrite, but since I picked Eventbrite and I really like it and I, you know, and when Karen did the Salem Spirits trolley, we uh I actually convinced her to use Eventbrite and I kind of handled all that because it's easy. It's puts everything out to a spreadsheet. You have your list, you put it on the app, you check people in directly on the app. There's no problems if people aren't there, you can you have the information. And you can call them or email them. I'm not calling anymore. <laughs> Karen's like, make sure you get the calling so you can call them. We don't want to miss it. And my thing is, look, if they're not seated there, I don't care. I buy. I got your money. Oh, ooh, I just channeled Ebenezer for a second there. <laughs> but yes, I'm. Uh, so that was the worst part. But I've corrected a lot of the mistakes. And of course, next year, I hope to correct even more mistakes, which I don't think this year have made any, any mistakes other than the whole lighting thing. But I'm going to correct that because I bought a sound system, finally bought my own sound system, one of those little, it's called a uh, international passport. It's the ones that speakers like click into the, the PA system and it has a little case where you put the wiring in and you plug the speakers into the back and it's in, I got stands. I got the whole thing for like 500 bucks and I was like, well, I spent a lot of money, but I've got my own sound system now, which rocks the fucking party that rocks the party. <laughs> when I say I'm looking forward to it, I really am. And I don't get excited about comedy shows because to me it's work. But this is like putting it together. And, and again, the reason I started this is because I wanted comics to work together, not compete against each other. And, you know, I can't, Paul's listening, and I know they got a lot of comics listening. Hold on a second. What did my brother say? And now that you sold six other tickets, now comes the profit. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> not yet. I'm still, uh, well, I, I'll be very candid with you. Very candid. It's not like I'm getting rich off this fucking festival. Trust me. I'm actually going to try to do some, uh, we're going to do, we got a little catering, and I got to uh, do a shout out for Popped which is a gourmet popcorn place, which, and I guess I, I want to not only thank the, you know, all these, I'm thanking everybody, but I should actually thank my wife, Karen, because, because of her and Salem food tours, I've had contact with all these people. I've been introduced to them and I've formed my own relationships with them uh, aside from Karen. So they know me as Mark instead of Karen's husband. And popped is one of the, uh, one of the venues, uh, one of the vendors that's actually going to be catering and I'm doing raffles where I'm going to take si far from the tree and I'm going to take Deacon Giles and I'm going to be like, they have a growler and what it's going to be a growler, just a bottle and then two glasses in a, in a basket. And we're going to raffle that off. And I've got, I'm raffling that off Thursday night and then one on Saturday and then Deacon Giles, we have another gift basket. It's going to be rum or gin. And then we're going to be, oh, it's going to be so much fun. And I'm just, you know, want to do the raffles for that. It includes a t-shirt and everything else. And, you know, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm doing more and more. Like I didn't do any of that last year. And I'm, I'm really trying to grow the festival, you know, maybe to a four day festival. I'd love to do a four day. 
and I tried four day last year and it, it kind of collapsed. That's fine. You know, things happen, but you live and you learn. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to live and I'm trying to learn. <laughs> oh, come on. I need two more tickets for the Salem Comedy Spirits Festival Best of Fest. But there's still two days left and I got a lot of hope. So here's what I'm going to do. I've talked at nauseum about the festival, but here's where I got to be this weekend. <laughs> Thursday, tomorrow night, January 12th, far from the tree, right here in Salem. The opening night of the Salem Comedy and Spirits Festival. Friday night, as as I said, Deacon Giles Distillery, one of my new favorite places, and that is in Salem as well. Friday the 13th, going to be scary? No, it's going to be amazing. Let's see, Donald Trump just tweeted that the festival has Mark hosting, and it's huge. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Wait a minute. Do I have anything? I do. You can't do that. What's going on? <laughs> it's a festival. It's going to be huge. <laughs> He's the president. Well, almost. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, I laugh because it's maddening. That's why. Anyway. And finally, Friday, uh, Saturday, <laughs> Saturday night, I will be at Finn's restaurant and I'm going to be hosting these shows. I, I'm going to be doing a little bit of time, but I'm going to let the comics do their own thing. I'm the promoter. I don't need the extra stage time for me just to intro the show and thank the venue and thank everybody. Be admin. And that's I just want to put up my thank yous and, you know, and sit back and just let everybody drink. And I'm going to shoot the shit with the comics. That's my thing. I like hanging out. I like watching comics tell jokes, man. I just actually do that. What would you say? He's a president erect. <laughs> that is fake news. That is a travesty. That is not real. Anyway. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for hanging out with me and being part of the show. Again, if you want to be a sponsor, you want to be part of the Radio Irregardless family, you can email me, radioirregardless at gmail.com, to be a sponsor or a guest, or just leave a comment. You can even call 978-219-9294. Next week, January 18th, one of the comics from the Salem Comedy and Spirits Festival, Nick Crowley, will be joining me. Hey, guys, have a great weekend, and I'll see you at the festival. This has been Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests as well as all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All music and audio clips used, property of their respective copyright owners. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises and copyrighted 2016. All rights reserved. Listen to previously aired episodes of Radio Irregardless by downloading from iTunes. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello. Testing one, two, three.